the Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we're going to be covering minute 15. We are finishing the week uh, from 14 to 14.59 on the clock. And uh, we're talking about still, um, you know, we're still rating people, I guess, with a familiar taste playing underneath. Um, and during this minute, um, things come to a head and uh, and we we see we see the kind of the human cost of uh, a face mash as somebody points over the shoulder of one of their their friends and says that's my roommate <laughs> um, and then and then word gets back to Erica Albright uh, as as described by her roommate simply as Albright um, and uh, she reveals he blogged about you mm-hmm. uh, and then some guys walk past uh, holding a bra and making some childish jokes and using a word that I don't think I'm going to say on this podcast that's uh, that's the that's the move <laughs> uh, joining me to talk about today is Alex Gradet. Hello, Alex. Hey, buddy. Good to be back. Uh, yeah. Now, so this is like we're kind of there's still, I think, another kind of minute and a half of uh, of face mash to go, uh, and things get more and more gleeful as as these minutes go on, as the people who are participating in it are kind of joyously calling out left or right. There's a few little kind of nice intercuts where we get like you know a bored you know girl by herself in a dorm kind of looking at her laptop and kind of passing judgment and being like oh but then still playing along which is kind of like a little bit of an interesting commentary of like yeah she's disgusted by this whole idea but she still chooses left or right when given the chance yeah. um but i i think the important line in all of these minutes you know obviously there's some stuff with uh, erica and all you know her finding out about the blog obviously that will play later into the whole film and you know you know the whole the whole kind of stuff of like uh you know coming past with the bra you know those guys and all that kind of stuff like you know i don't think there's i mean all that does is set up the kind of conflict later on where she kind of yells at him in the restaurant i don't i don't think there's anything really in this minute that's kind of that interesting about that it's just kind of showing you a kind of setup to something later on i um, i I agree that it accomplishes that but i think it also um sets up the the sort of dilation of time uh that um that can occur in any uh online space where you've got the whole of you know the whole of the Harvard campus including the 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 people who are feeling partied out over at the Phoenix they're already caught up on face mash meanwhile Albright over at BU and her roommate and the shitty guys from down the hall they're still back at Mark's blog from like 4 or 5 hours ago Um, yeah. And I think it's a very subtle way to talk about how the news cycle overall has just completely accelerated with the advent of the proto Facebook that is face mash. Yeah. Everyone on campus is, you know, enjoying the the game that is face mash. Mm -hmm. Um, and we start to see bunches of students gathered around, um, you know, people saying the right, people saying left. Um, you know, that one female student going, this is pathetic, but then doing it anyway, still voting. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like she is all of us in front of our phones when we haven't even noticed that we've picked our phones back up again uh, and are back on Twitter or whatever. I think it's a very um, I think it's a really recognizable behavior. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's I can't remember if it's in this minute. Or I think it might be in the next minute. But there is one scene in here, which I think is the guys that are in the cyber cafe mm-hmm. and it's shot from outside. And that was the final shot of the film, and it was done by Aaron Sorkin on the last day of uh, on the last day. Oh, of interesting. Yeah, so there's like a there's like a little thing in the in the behind the scenes where Aaron Sorkin was like on set for the final mm. day, and uh, David Fincher wrapped like I don't know an hour mm. early, and he left Aaron Sorkin <laughs> to direct the last shot of the huh. movie. 
Um, which I I don't know, which I just thought was kind of a nice a kind of nice nice touch for him to kind of do. Um, uh, but yeah, and it's one of the shots that's in here, and I can never quite remember which one it is. But you know, Aaron Sorkin had left a lot of kind of direction as to exactly how he wanted to sure. shot, so I don't think Aaron Sorkin brought anything new to it. Um, but yeah, so we we kind of get this the kind of the game being played, and people kind of getting more exuberant and kind of excited by it. Um, and then, you know, we have this one moment, which is the moment that always kind of stands out for me, which is where you have all these kind of people gathered around the computer. And I think it is meant to be at the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then this this kind of girl comes over and she just looks at the screen and says, that's my roommate. And that's the moment where, you know, as Eduardo had said earlier, you know, rating girls. And he says, no, rating students. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the moment where you're meant to realize, actually... These aren't just like pictures that people are rating. These are actual people that are on this right. campus, and you know they. Kind of, it's a nice. It's I don't know. It's not. It's not heavy handed, but it's just kind of that one single line kind of makes you think. Oh, we're there. People seem to be enjoying this, but then we've got to remember that they're not just rating. You know, random faces. These are actual people that they. They probably know that they probably go to classes. Well, it's <laughs> like you said. This is where we're 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 made to feel the human cost for the first time, and uh, and I agree with that. Um, uh, one of the other one of the other elements that I love and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think uh, my favorite uh, day player in this movie, Ultimate Tyler, uh, with his backwards cap and blazer and club tie, um, I think he's we see him playing uh, playing face mash as well at one point. Like a few minutes ago, uh, he was on top of the world with the first party of the fall semester and. You know, even with all of that decadence at his uh, at his disposal, he's um, he's uh, he's still completely uh, um, uh, under the spell of this of this uh, this addictive kind of toxic game, which shows you how our anti heroes back at Kirkland are going to beat the system. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's like it's it's like yeah, you know, you may have all these girls that are kissing and taking their bras off and playing strip poker and you know whatever's going on at these parties. You know, you might have all the booze and everything, but eventually you're going to get tired, and when you sit down, you're going to go onto this website, and and once you're on the website, you're going to sit there for a couple of hours rating, you know, various students. Um, which one's hotter than the other? And you know, it, it, like if you're thinking about like you know, yeah, like like this this person who's kind of you're in this exclusive, you know, the most exclusive club and of of all clubs, and then you realize, yeah, but when he gets bored, he's going to go onto a website, and that website is, yeah, that website is made by these people who will one day be billionaires, and it's like, okay, you you know, you might be partying all the time, but you know, these guys in this dorm are going to be the ones who are going to end up. Uh, you know, as billionaires by the time this film finishes, um, you know, and and, and I, I, it is a nice like kind of contrast. Uh, so you know, throughout this minute, we see the kind of you know the exuberance as people are kind of you know yelling out left and right and left and right, and underneath we have you know a, a familiar taste building, and the guitar kind of really gives this impression mm-hmm. of things kind of getting dirty, and like the build of it, and just kind of the mm-hmm. choppiness. Uh, it just kind of gives you this atmosphere of like something, you know, sleazy going on, uh, which, you know, obviously mm-hmm. is what's happening. I mean, you know, people are rating their fellow students <laughs> on a website. And so it, I don't know, it's, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, of course this is sleazy, but I think the music is like a really good kind of match. Um, and we kind of just, we get towards mm-hmm. the end just as the, we're just before the moment where, you know, the whole thing's about to collapse. 
um and you know obviously we're getting just a, like a lot of left and right and left and right and from these these different groups that um mm-hmm. it's not just like I, what i like about this is it's not just kind of like um people in their dorms and it's not just like people at the party like it's people everywhere mm-hmm. like there are people in dorm rooms by themselves there are people in groups there are people in like the dining mm-hmm. halls that are at computers there are people's in like the computer lab there's people sitting on stairs with their laptops on their laps mm-hmm. like there's e- everywhere across the entire campus you get the impression that everyone mm-hmm. is on this website even if this is like you know as they say in the in the next couple of minutes like four right. in the morning like, like, you know, this has been going on for a few hours by the time it kind of crashes the whole thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, even Eduardo realizes, uh, as we'll discuss next week, that this is a lot of traffic. Um, and now, interestingly enough, there is a there is an article that you can find, which was posted mm-hmm. on The Crimson, which talks about how uh, Mark Zuckerberg himself, class of eight, uh, class of 06, mm-hmm. um, actually says that they had um, 22,000 hits. Obviously, that's the number that everyone mm-hmm. knows. But from 450 different um, people. So this ended up being used, <laughs> like this site ended up being used by 450 students at like four o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday morning um, in, in like October in 2003. So that's mm. like, that shows you how, like, um, how infectious this idea was and how kind of affected that website was. Right. Um, and the fact that they only sent it to like a few people that were kind of in the houses that were like right next to Kirkland. And yet it ended up spreading across the whole campus. So I feel like this minute kind of portrays realistically mm-hmm. how many people were using this. Like it's it's not it was like a phenomena overnight. And, uh, you know, uh, it's funny because actually, the you know, the real site didn't actually crash the, the yeah. Harvard's um, servers. It just bottlenecked them to a point where everything slowed down to mm-hmm. a crawl. And, you know, sh- that should not have been able to happen given the, the size of their bandwidth. Um, so that and and then and then the the site itself didn't kind of crash mm-hmm. things in the way it's portrayed. Um, it was actually because it was mm-hmm. bottleneck and everything. Eventually, um, Zuckerberg took the website down himself voluntarily. So, you know, in the, for the purposes of the film, it looks a bit more dramatic than it is. But basically, he ended up slowing down every single computer on the Harvard yeah. campus, and. They act, they just had to take the website down because it was causing such a problem. You know, and I think you're uh, right. You make a you make a great point about how the movie makes it a bit more dramatic than it happened in real life. But I mean, that is that is the responsibility of the movie too. Um, and I think I remember the movie catching a little bit of heat for taking yeah. liberties with the facts. But I, first of all, I I don't I don't think it's the responsibility of a biopic to be a documentary or a biography. And second of all, this isn't actually a biopic. This is really like. I think if I don't think anyone went into this expecting it to be lockstep factual with reality because it's done so stylishly and it's clearly just like a fantasia on what went down. You know, I I would be willing to bet and this is not a knock on the intelligence of the people involved who obviously had have enough smarts among them to basically change the world. They don't talk like Aaron Sorkin makes them talk like they're just they don't they don't have these these Patty Chayefsky times William Goldman rivulets pouring out of them. They're not, they're not ping-ponging back and forth like that. Um, so I never had a problem with the liberties that were taken. I do think um, that uh, the role of women in, in the creator's lives was minimized in a way that's not necessarily that beneficial. But other than that, I don't have a huge problem with okay. it. 
Mm. I think, obviously, Aaron Sorkin catches a lot of flack for the way he writes female characters and stuff like that. It's well known that Mark Zuckerberg was going out with Priscilla Chan before he dropped out of Harvard. Right. Like, you know, he he wasn't this kind of loner who had no girlfriend. And, you know, like, uh, uh, he was obviously dumped in real life by... and that's why he started Zuck on it, you know, with mm-hmm. that kind of tone at the start. Yeah, like, he wasn't some kind of socially awkward person who never had a girlfriend. Like, you know, a few years after he, he kind of left university and he'd, you know, become a billionaire, he mm-hmm. was married and now he's got a kid. Like, he, <laughs> right. you know, he's... But, I mean, so, it's... it's the, the movie's got some allegorical weight to it that I think you would have to work a lot harder to get if it didn't have some dramatic flair to it. So I, I, I didn't... Yeah. My problem isn't with the movie for presenting the facts uh, the way it did. My problem is with people who want the movie to to be held to some some journalistic standard like that when that's not really the point of something like this yeah and you know as we'll find out in a few minutes time this is all flashback and it's mostly testimonies <laughs> so, right 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 you know uh, there's a lot of the kind of you know the depiction of what's going on on campus i feel is kind of um you know someone in 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 a kind of a room being deposed saying yeah everybody was on face mash and then that this is the way that david finch right. has chosen to to kind of dr- to kind of dramatize those words like and well that's and that and that's the word it's it's been it's been dramatized we we were talking a, a few uh, a few episodes ago about how uncinematic how untheatrical coding is and when you've got a load-bearing sequence like this that really requires uh that to take center stage you dramatize it you make it you make it not about the not about the the act of creating technology you make it about the obsession and the drive and the focus and let everything else sort of backfill from there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think as well the sequence, you know, uh, obviously it kind of descends into sleaze quite quickly. Um, <laughs> and mm. in the next few minutes, you know, obviously, the, you know, we, we get to the network crashing and all the rest of that. Um, but I, I know it mm. just it makes it feel like, yeah, this is like you get the idea that this is something that spread across the campus really quickly and was really popular and everyone kind of knew about um, you know, and then Mark Zuckerberg late, mm-hmm. you know, issued apologies and various other stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. and and you feel like those are kind of justified. Um, and like I said, the stuff with Erica just feels like a setup for you know what happens later on. Like she, you know, I I mean, I think we could live without her finding out about the blog. You know, he could see her in the restaurant later on, and she could yell at him, and it still would have the same weight. Mm-hmm. But I think seeing her kind of, you know, Rooney Mara is such a great actress. Like she kind of plays the dread and the horror of having her kind of dirty laundry mm-hmm. out in public that, you know, it makes Erica Albright, you know, a character who's, who's what, barely in nine, ten minutes of the entire film, it really makes her feel like a character who's kind of, you know, uh, had had like an influence and, and kind of feels important. Uh, when by the time you get mm-hmm. to the end of the film, you know, you realise that, you know, maybe she wasn't as pivotal as, as it's been painted, but it still kind of brings right. the drama of like, uh, oh yeah, if you if you blog about someone and call them a bitch on the internet, and they hear about it, that's that's going to hurt their feelings. It's not something that they're just right. going to... And the irony of, is, of course, that, you know, Facebook statuses have made it easier than ever to call people a bitch on the internet um, and, <laughs> and have them have them get it a lot quicker than someone wandering by the halls in BU and, right. uh, you know, and kind of, uh, kind of revealing it to them that way. Like, so I find that quite funny that, like, it would take hours for someone to find out that someone's blogged about you, whereas with Facebook... You can find out in minutes that someone said something terrible about you. It's interesting, too, because and in this sequence, you know, earlier on, we we talked a lot about the different uses of technology and how there were, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of focus on hands and things like that. Now it's all 
appropriately enough, the focus is all on faces, on people engaging with with face mash, either looking bored or disgusted or engrossed and while being bored and disgusted, you've got there's this one shot over sort of over the top of a computer monitor and you've got two guys at it and one of them has uh, square rim glasses and a backward uh, red baseball cap on and it's such a lived in look and he's got such a nasty look on his face that um, he really he reads as a whole character and then all of that sort of builds to uh, the shot of Erica that was also in the trailer that we talked about where she's just got like the two perfect tears standing on her lower lids and her face is just kind of slack with horror here we're you know and, and again it's all playing that human cost of of picking one face over another and seeing that reflected on the faces of the people who it's who it actually is so I feel like we've said about as much as we can about this minute. Uh, so as it is Friday, you know, I like to point out that, you know, if there are other films that you want to see or want to listen to, sorry, being talked about minute by minute, then by all means, go to moviesbyminutes.com and you can find many other films there. Uh, at this point, uh, time of recording, roughly 120. Mm. I guess this will be the 121st film <laughs> Yikes. Um, on that particular list. Yeah, so, you know. Uh, at this point, there are so many different films that have been covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, you know, if you if you enjoy any film, I'm thinking someone's probably out there talking about it minute by minute. <laughs> and if they aren't, then you should start talking about it minute by minute. Uh, that generally seems to be how it goes with the movies by minute. Yeah. So by all means, uh, you know, take a look at those. Um, so uh, is there anything that you wish to plug out? Yeah, um, I've mentioned a couple of podcasts earlier in the week that I'm associated with. There are a couple of new ones, and you can actually find them all uh, on the website of the company I run with Joe tower and brian weiss the Hatbeard company you can find us at htbrd.com where you'll find links to podcasts like tales of our folly true tales told live coming soon we've got how was your night tales from the service industry uh we do have the classic the the flagship uh the wild brunch with alex and joe got some old episodes of that plus some new ones coming up with some new collaborators and contributors plus a couple of new podcasts headed your way uh, and that can all be found again at htbrd.com. And you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute, or you can find us on Twitter at social underscore minute, or on Facebook at social minute podcast. Thanks once more for being my guest here this week, Alex. It's been so much fun. I can't believe it's at noon. And I will see you next week.